Hey, what's up? It's your boy Anthony Cass Clark, and welcome to another edition of Thoughts Over Coffee Daily. Good people of the world, what is up? I hope that all is well, all is well on this side. Happy Monday. This Monday is going to be a blessed Monday. I can feel it in my bones. So today I have a very special clip lined up for you all. Uh, This clip, I think I actually featured it uh, a while ago, a long time ago. I'm not sure what episode that was. But um, I woke up this morning and I was thinking to myself, and I had this revelation. And the revelation spoke to me in the in the sense of sometimes all you have to do is show up. Because I know there's a quote out there somewhere by someone saying half of the battle is showing up. And that is so true, right? I was thinking about how in high school or just school period when your professor would tell you that they would give you extra points for attendance right and all you had to do was really show up show up and participate in some type of matter raise your hand one time what just look like you're paying attention and you would get extra points added to your grade and i think the same applies for life sometimes especially in entrepreneurship or you're a creative, or whatever you do, whatever path you're on, same thing applies to your path. Not every day you have it together. Some days I wake up and I'm looking at my to-do list and it's looking really skimpy. I don't know where to start. I don't know how to create new things. I don't know how to build new situations, right? And But I always tell myself, all right, go be present show up so what i do is i'll go to the coffee shop i'll get my coffee i'll open my laptop and i sit there at that table and i i i'm present i just look for things to do and then somehow some way miraculously every single time something happens and then now i have a new project or a new task or whatever you get your gears flowing you get the momentum going you know but you have to show up the only way to receive blessings is to be in the way of the actual blessing. You can't receive blessings from the couch. You can't receive blessings from in the bed. You have to be doing something that warrants the blessing, right? Like you only get what you're in the way of. It's like what they say, opportunity meets preparation. And that's so key. So I won't speak for long. Uh, Today's clip features Will Smith. And this is the story of how Will Smith became the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He became the Fresh Prince by showing up, being present. He didn't know what he wanted to do. He didn't know where he was going to go. But he got good advice from his girlfriend at the time who told him, show up, be present. And you never know. So if you're listening to this today and you don't know what's going on, you don't know what your next steps are, All I can really tell you, my best advice is to show up, be present, go do something, go be where people are doing things, be in the mix, make a few phone calls, check up on somebody, and those things will start to happen for you. You got to prepare. You got to be in the way of the blessing. Be in the way. All right. So without further ado, here it is, Will Smith, how I became the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. 
Before I was getting in trouble with Uncle Phil, I was in trouble with Uncle Sam. Me and Jeff had come out with our smash hit, Parents Just Don't Understand. We made a bunch of money. We won a Grammy album, was triple platinum. I had motorcycles and cars. I called the Gucci store in Atlanta, and I was like, Hey, will y'all close it down if I bring my friends? And I'm smiling, but that's stupid. We released our next album, and it was like a flop. It was a tragedy. It went like double plastic. I had spent most of my money, like all of I spent all my money. And I didn't forget, but I didn't pay the IRS. In my mind, I mean, I wasn't like trying to avoid paying taxes. I was just like, oh, damn, they need their money. The IRS took all, took all of that stuff. So I was like, broke, broke, broke. Being famous and broke is a shitty combination. Cause you're still famous and people recognize you, but they recognize you while you sitting next to them on the bus. And the stuff they ask you to sign on a bus, you know, like, oh, can you sign my baby? That's a Sharpie. I, I probably shouldn't just write on the baby with that. Oh, you too big to sign my baby. Well, no, nah, I mean, you know, so I signed it. So I was like laying around and my girlfriend was like, dude, we're not doing this. Like, you're not just going to be laying around this house all day. You're going to go do something. And I was like, what? What am I supposed to do? Go where people is is doing it. Wh- where people doing it? Go to the Arsenio Hall show. Just go stand around at the Arsenio Hall show. Yes. That's stupid. Pick it up. So I went to the Arsenio Hall show and I met a dude named Benny Medina. Benny Medina is the real life Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, except he actually went from Watts to Beverly Hills. Same basic concept, way shorter distance. I meet Benny and he pitches me the idea for this show and I'm like, you know, I'm I'm not an actor. I'm like, cool. And he says, hey, you know, I want you to meet Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones is producing with me. So I find myself at Quincy's. And there's actors and artists and celebrities and politicians, like everybody's at Quincy's house. It's like the whiz without the costumes. So Benny walks me in and introduced me to Quincy. I'm like, hey, Q, what's up, man? He's like, hey, man, you know, I saw your music videos. I love, I love what you're doing. I love what you're doing. Tell me your rap name again. They call me the Fresh Prince. All right, good. That's what we're going to call the show. And he handed me a screenplay for a failed Morris Day pilot. Like, I don't have the time. So I need you to do this. I need you to go ahead, take a few minutes, take 10 minutes, study the script, and I'm going to clear all the stuff out the living room, and we're going to have everybody sit down in the living room. We're going to do an audition. He had movers that could reset his furniture. I was like, this dude is real. So he goes out and tells everybody, come on, come on, come on. And I was like, hey, Q, hold up, man, hold up. I'm not ready to do no audition. And he said, oh, all right, all right. right. Uh, Well, what you need? Tell me what you need. Just set the meeting for a week and I could do it. He said, yeah, yeah, you know, Brandon Tartikoff, the head of NBC, is out there. I'll get him to schedule for next week. And then you know what's going to happen? Something going to come up and then he's going to have to reschedule. Oh, yeah, yeah. So three three weeks from now, Q, we can do it three weeks from now. I said, yeah, 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 three weeks from now be good. Or you could take 10 minutes right now and you can change your life forever. I was like, f*** it then. Yes, give me 10 minutes. I said yes, and I let it rip. And I got to the end, and everybody's clapping. Quincy looks at Brandon Tartikoff, the head of NBC. Did you like it? And Brandon said, yeah, yeah, I liked it, Quincy. He says, no, did you like it? And he's like, yeah, I liked it. He's like, good, you're his lawyer. Draw me up something right now. Damn, 
Quincy ordering other people's lawyers around. <laughs> like, that's his lawyer, Quincy. Leave that man alone. And Quincy turned to me and he was like, hey, Will, you got a lawyer? Quincy, I'm broke. If I had a lawyer taking 5%, he'd owe me money right now. He was like, all right. And he turned to his assistant. He was like, get Will a lawyer. Quincy had been drinking. You know, it's probably obvious from the story, but he had been tasting. He, he had wet his beak a little bit that night. Yeah, so <laughs> the lawyers go out in the limo and they're drawing up the first deal for the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Quincy is like popping up at the window. No paralysis, do analysis. No paralysis, do analysis. I'm like, how did he make Thriller like this? So we got the lawyers draw up something. Ken Hertz looked it over for me, Brandon Tartikoff, and we took a picture and we signed the, the, the basic deal for the Fresh Prince. And three months later, we were shooting the pilot and that's the story of how I became the Prince of Bel-Air. So the moral of the story is always say yes and I guess listen to your girlfriend. <laughs>